What's Up Guys, West Contrarian here. Um, I love that song. That has been my favorite song for like eight years. So um, if there's any um, Cannon Crows fans out there, like you're in good company. Um, so today I wanted to do an episode on uh, my toughest loss um, or my hardest loss. So as, as a bit of like a, like um, to set this up, um, last month I had my biggest nominal loss or like drawdown. Um, I'll, I'll get into how that happened in a second, but um, to, it might surprise you, but that actually wasn't my most painful loss. So like, yeah, of course, <laughs> I didn't have the money and it sucked. However, it wasn't as painful as another loss I have. And, you know, that's why I brought you in today. That's why that's why I'm doing this today. So um, to set the scene of this. So, th- so this was the loss that was the most painful. So I'll take you back. So it's um, it's like probably July 2022. So last year, nearly a year ago. And um, if you've heard my uh, episode with Robot James, you'll know all about it. But I was like prolific in some of these spreads. Like I was, <laughs> you know, I was like, I was going hard in the fucking paint. Like, you can take my word for it. Ask, ask Robot James, ask Alba. Like, I was double digits of the open interest, right? So I was in this spread, uh, GST, and um, I was long the perp, short the futures. And just to give a recap for those who haven't listened to the um, episode with Robot James, um, st- it went like this. So the funding was roughly 2,000% per annum, sorry. So like, 2,000% per annum on this GST contract. So if you went long, I can't do it in my head, I'm sorry, but like, um, it's ridiculous. Like, it was egregious. So that's like 10, 20, 35, it's like 40% a week, but it would come and go, right? So it was like a moving animal. But, um, so it was like, so y- you would make like percents a day. It was disgusting. So, um, you would go, so, so what I, I sort of, I sort of found this trade and some of my other friends were in it as well. Maybe they can comment, but basically, um, I would go long the perp at certain times and then go short the futures. So the futures was like, say 30% from the spot price, the perp price, sorry. So say the perp was at, um, a hundred. Okay. The futures were at, um, 70 okay and just say they were quarterly and just say this was june to september for example so if that's a 30 if that's like a 30 percent discount annualized it was like 120 percent or whatever it was more at times it was fucked like it got it got it, it was so bad but anyway i had a spreadsheet with all of it so um so it would say it was at like a 40 percent discount or whatever so basically like it went to 60 not 70 but um so what you would do is you would go long the perp, and then you would go short the futures contract. So you would lock in a loss on paper. So so think about it. Every day, that future contract has drift, and it's drifting to the spot, which was, you know, whatever. But the perp was 100, so it's just, say, for simplicity's sake, it was drifting to 100. So every day, you'd have sort of the clock against you. But the beauty of it was that um, the perp, the perp was paying you so much in funding. Like, I remember, like, oh, I shouldn't talk. Like, it's, 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 it's like, you know, there was hours where I would get paid like a thousand dollars USD, like a thousand, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you do the maths on this. This is some pretty fucking lucrative trades. Uh, <laughs> I'm in this year, and I've got it on. In like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, 
um, involved, right? But the thing was, you were exposed to the price risk. So if GST went down, if it halved, you know, if you think about it, suppose you had like, you know, $100,000 worth of exposure and it halved and say the future's trading at 60 and you were, tr- and you were hedged token for token, not dollar for dollar. So you were long like, you know, a thousand tokens short on the per short a thousand tokens on the futures and then say it's at a hundred thousand sixty thousand but then suppose the price halved overnight which could happen you would lose twenty thousand dollars right because you're not hedged dollar for dollar you're hedged token for token because of the drift that's the way i like to do it anyway um and i know like realize volatility all this shit look get fucked like that's the way i was doing it at the time and like i didn't know a better way to do it (laughs) so um so anyways, so I'm in this thing and it's printing and I'm like, I, I remember this so vividly. So like my girlfriend and I were going to go out for dinner to this like nice Italian place or whatever. And, um, as we're there, it, it's like creeping up and like over dinner, it's up like 10 grand in my favor, which was like nothing to write home about, but still it was decent. And then, um, as it's creeping up, it's creeping up and, um, I go to bed. So, so it's, when I say it's creeping up, the price is creeping up. But keep in mind that because I'm exposed to like, you know, 40% of the price move or whatever, if it doubles, so again, if it's a hundred grand or if it's a hundred and it goes for 200 and it goes to 200, I make, you know, 40 grand or whatever. Say it's a hundred grand position. It wasn't, it was more, which we'll get to in a second. So, you know, every time it would go up, I am like, you know, so, so there was three outcomes on a given day on a daily basis. It would go up. Perfect. It would stay flat perfect, click carry, easy days, or it'd go down, didn't care, still making money on the funding. So this was like, you know, it, it was, it was great. So, and it was on FTX, obviously, which is why it came to an end, because I had the fucking dumbest hedge fund in the world as a counterparty. Gone, but not forgotten. So anyways, <laughs> I got for dinner with my missus and the price is going up, so I'm like making a little bit of money. And I'm like, you know, this is good because I'm getting the funding every hour. It's gone down from like 2000 to like, say, 800 or a thousand or whatever percent APR, but I'm still like printing. So whatever. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I check the price and the price has gone up. Like it hasn't doubled, but it's gone up like say more than 20%, less than 60%. I can't remember exactly. It's shot up and gone down, but it's like settled around there. So I'm laying in bed in the morning and I'm like, have I made like, I I I had done the math in my mind. I'm like, I've made like 80 grand on this. Aussie. And I'm like, this is fucking great. You know, this is, this is what it's all about. And I'm like mentally masturbating in bed being like, did I make 70 grand or is it 80 or, you know, 90 would be a real treat. Yeah. So anyways, I had all these sub accounts on FTX, which was kind of one of the good parts about it. And I would have like a sub account for every strategy. So I'd have like sub account for like market making sub account for like this strategy, sub account for whatever. Um, and then I've logged on and I, I can't find this, this trade, the positions. And I had like 10, 20 sub, like I had a lot of sub accounts and I'm like sifting around looking for this sub account. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like looking for the positions and I can't find it. (laughs) And then I get the sub account, like GST sub account or whatever. I find it. And then it's like no positions on. And I'm like, confused but the thing is i thought i'd be waking up to like x plus 80 grand in the account it was x minus 60 so i'm like what the fuck happened what's happening and then i click on my orders tab and (laughs) 
what had happened was GST futures had gone no offer and it had like gone above zero on the spread basis and I had been liquidated on everything. So not only did I not wake up to a great profit, I woke up to a decent loss plus no position. And the worst part was because the book is so thin, like these, these futures were like real mischievous like that. Like it was so thin that like I had blasted the book to shit getting liquidated and they had liquidated my perp. So I woke up to a 60 grand loss instead of an 80 grand gain. And there wasn't enough collateral in the account. And why this is the hardest loss I've ever had was because it, it was because I had the money. Like I had it in other sub accounts, but because I had like Excel spreadsheets, you know what I'm like, guys, like I have my Excel spreadsheets and all this stuff. Like, um, I, I didn't want to, I couldn't be fucked or whatever, transferring the money over from one sub account to another. I know someone's going to comment and be like, you're a fucking idiot. You deserve it. And you know what? Yeah, you're right. Like in a respect, yeah, a hundred percent. Cause it was just stupidity. It was just, and this is why it's so hard for me because I've lost a lot more money than that. And like, you know, I, you know, I'll say that like straight up, but they were easier for me to swallow because maybe they weren't realized or maybe it, like it, it's always my fault, but maybe it wasn't a hundred percent my fault. Like the market fucked me or whatever, but this was a hundred percent my fault and it was just stupidity. It was just dumb, stupid operational stuff. And I got, and you know, someone probably made their week buying my liquidation off me because this spread went way out of line. So like what happened was the, um, say the, say the futures was at 70 and the perps at a hundred, the, um, the, perp went to like say 150 but the future went to 150 whereas the future should have only been like you know what i mean like the fu- the, fu- the future should have only been like um it was up 50 so what's that 35 so it should have only gone to 105 or whatever but it went to like 140 and it squeezed me so bad and uh, and because the other thing as well is that the um collateral rules on the futures were weird like it wasn't like the perps like you had to have more collateral so i re- I, I remember at the time and like man it hurts so much on like such a meta level because like it was a hundred percent just dumb operational stuff and i remember like i was i listen to this podcast every week called inside baseball with old chestnut and there's this like old um old guy who was like a relative like he was like like he flies you know like he owns private planes and stuff like he he's done well you know what i mean so like i when he talks i listen sort of thing um but he was talking about a loss he had um in the nineties or whatever, how he put on a yield curve trade. And then, um, like a week later it was like negative carry. So he told the trader, the junior trader to take it off. And then like an hour after that, what they thought would happen, happened. The yield curve did what it was supposed to. And this trade would have made like millions or tens of millions of dollars. And he said, this, this podcast came out when I just lost all this money. And he said, like, he couldn't look that junior guy in the eye because it was so painful. And it is. It really is. So, um, yeah. And then, so that sucked. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because last month I lost a lot more than that. And I lost it unrealized. So, like, what happened was I bought a bunch. It's on Twitter and shit. You can check it. Like, I, I have no, like, I have no reason to lie or whatever. But, um, I, it's, it's like, and you can ask all the, you know, you can ask the boys. Like, it's well documented. But, um, I bought a bunch of Pepe when it was like 100 million market cap. And I wrote it up and like added along the way and like, you know, it was still a profitable trade, but this should have been like, you know, where it was, it could have been like a year's worth of profit. Think about that. 
And then, um, instead, uh, it, it, it did well. Like, it still did well, but it's, like, it's really hard. Like, I, you know, I, it got up to a certain stage. <clears throat> and I thought it was going to go to... Like, I remember when the market cap hit 1.5 uh, billion or whatever, and I saw, like, Kander and Clark um, make this status be like, I would be selling here because... Um, or horse, a horse energy, or uh, the guy from Twitter. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. Um, he's like, I would be selling here on the Binance listing because there's no more sellers. But my thought process was that if Shiba's five billion, like, and I know it's all about liquidity. I fucking know. But at the time, my thought process was, if if Shib's five billion, yes, it's nowhere near as traded. There's no much. There's not as much liquidity. Da 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 da. I know. But my thought process was, if the meme, ta- and this is why, like, I was able to hold it from you know, a hundred million dollar market cap to one point whatever billion because of this conviction, right? So I thought if it can get from, if the meme takes hold, this could go to five billion and I would be like printing, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, fear and greed or whatever. So I was like, and it gets, it gets to this point in time. And I remember I was in a group chat in the group chat that I've spoken about, start a group chat, start a group chat with traders. But, um, I was in a group chat with my, with my mate Smoten and Smoten's like, um, I, I, I like in one night like you know I don't want to talk about numbers but it was a lot and I was like um I should I, I was like not bragging but you know what I mean just saying like oh I made a few dollars here and there and he said you should sell everything you should sell it because you're bragging and I was like Smo you know I might not like it might not I, I I sort of laid out my reasoning why I thought that and he was like whatever man like it's on you and then Cantor and Clark posted that thing being like um, oh, it's the top, you know what I mean? And I was still well in the profit here. Like I was at this stage, I was still like, I'd still like, I was up a lot. Right. And, um, and then I was like, oh, you know, he raises a good point, but I'm like, you know, Binance lists it and Coinbase lists it. will get incrementally like, you know, it could get new buys. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, Elon posts about it. You know what I mean? Like Elon could turn this into something of his own, all this bullshit, basically. Like that was my, that was my, like, that was my thought process of why this could run away particularly the kicker with Elon and particularly the kicker with like all these other things listed and then it becoming a meme. It didn't. Anyways, so it goes down and down. I eventually sell it all out for like, you know, a third or whatever of what I could have made, which sucked. But, um, what my profit was or whatever. But, um, you know, that hurt and that sucked. And like that month I had like a death in the family or whatever, but that was still an, you know, this is for like way more money than this other loss, this GST loss, like, this makes the GST loss look like a fucking, you know what I mean, joke, but I still feel like that GST loss was harder emotionally, because, I, it, you know, I just, I just, I just fucked up, like, it was just an operational mistake, so, anyways, that's all for this week, or oh, that's all for, like, that's all, that's all, guys, no, but, um, if you've enjoyed this, like, please leave a comment, I'm not trying to engagement farm or whatever, but, like, just tell me, like, did you like this, did you not like it, um, if no one likes this, and I'll, pr- I'll probably still do it, because I don't really give a fuck, it's not just for you, it's for me too, but, um, if you liked it, like, please let me know, if not, um, you know, comment, what don't you like about it, do you not like what I'm talking about, or, you know, it might impact my decision making, it probably won't, because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, but I'd still appreciate any feedback, so, thanks so much, guys, I really appreciate it, um, yeah, cheers.